All right, let's do it. Welcome back to the back office, everybody, with Dave and Jeff. Uh, today is a very special episode because we have a very special guest hailing from Birmingham, Alabama, third round pick in the 2019 draft for your Jacksonville Jaguars, Quincy Williams. Welcome, What's Quincy. Good? What's Quincy. good, man? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for coming, man. Uh, I, uh, you know, you've had some off season to hang out. Uh, how's that been? You have to travel anywhere, or how you doing? Um, off season been great, man. Because during the season we couldn't travel anywhere, so it's more like one of those after the last games, like freedom. So like, I was booking my flight coming from off the flight from the last game. So as soon as I touched down. I just bust that right, straight, go ahead, straight to the airport and flew out. <laughs> Heard that, man. Yeah, the, the NFL season, I imagine, is a grind. So uh, probably some much-needed time to chill and uh, start thinking about the, the next year. Yeah, got my body uh, – got a chance to get my body a break, did some traveling, hung out with the fam, you know, um, and help my brother move and stuff like that. Okay. Cool, man. Yeah, so uh, – you know, it's February now. What, what kind of uh, training programs you got going on right now? So now it's just getting back into swing things. January, I took the whole month of January off to give my body a break. So um, me and my brother, my brother played for the Jets. So mm -hmm. we're uh, he's in Atlanta, located in Atlanta. So I went to Atlanta, did a few training sessions with him, just try to get some, uh, just to get that chemistry and stuff like that. And then now I'm back in Fort Lauderdale doing some training at XPE and really just getting my body back maintenance. I had a, um, a sports hernia injury at the beginning of the last season. So now I'm just kind of rehabbing and just getting back into the swing of thing with like light sprint and stuff like that, light weightlifting. Just uh, maintaining the body before I actually start pushing and grinding at the end of the uh, end of February. Yeah, heard that. You have any particular goals uh, like for your body this off season? Um, I want to kind of get my body fat up. It was very low. That's the reason why I had a lot of injuries and stuff. My mm -hmm. body fat is kind of low. But like most people think like body fat, you keep it down, it's a good thing. But just taking all those pounds from um bigger linemen and stuff. So you just gotta get your body fat up. And then another thing is just really keeping my foot speed. Gotcha, you, gotcha. You. Well, awesome. uh Speaking of the upcoming season, you know, how are you feeling about the new coaching staff? Obviously, there's been a ton of news over the last, you know, couple of weeks. We got Urban Meyer coming in, and then specifically on the defensive side of the ball, you got Joe Cullen and Zach Orr. Yeah. How are you feeling? Um, a lot of the coaches reached out to me, which is a wonderful thing, starting off on a great path. But uh, I'm very excited for the new beginning that's going to happen at the Jaguar. Um, everyone knew last year we had, like, a rocky season, but I guess you could say um, – you have to rebuild to get to where you want to go. Um, the coaches last year were great, too. Not saying that, but the new coaches that we have in right now, um, I'm very – I love them, like, already, just because of the background they have and stuff like that. That's that's awesome to hear. What uh, What's the buzz around the locker room with your teammates? I mean, how are other people feeling? I mean, offseason, we really don't talk about football, for real, for real, more like vacation and time. But – of course, they're talking about uh, changing defensive personnel, um, going to a newer defense. Um, very excited about Urban Mike being in. So, um, we're just very, like I said, we're just all on the same page about whatever happened in the past year stays in the past year. Like, this is a new beginning, new coaching style. So, you're basically stepping on the field on a clean slate. And everyone that I've talked to on the team is just working because you don't know any faces right now. 
So yeah. everybody who's just working real hard, and when you come back, it's like everyone's ready to battle for a position. And we got a lot to prove from last year. For sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, onwards hey, and upwards. I love it. Hey, Quincy, you touched a little bit on the defensive scheme. You know, some people speculate with the coaching changes that we might see some more 3-4 concepts. Uh, how does that make you feel? Me being a small linebacker and the defense I came from in college, it's uh, really good for me because I play outside linebacker, so it's more like a sideline to sideline type defense. Yeah, man. So I'm very, very excited about it. That's good, man. Yeah, you know, in the 3-4, um, of course, you know, every defense is kind of a, a hybrid scheme, but it's probably good mm-hmm. you're uh, putting on a little bit of weight because uh, you might have to do some thumping this year uh, from the interior or, you know, outside as well. Right. Uh, yeah, so, you know, a question everybody has, uh, you know, the, the locker room, especially the Jags locker room, uh, you know, you guys are known for, for having some characters in there. Who's, uh, who's, the fun, who's the funniest dude in there? You know, everyone's got a different answer, but I want to hear it from you. Oh, so, funniest dude. We're going to go from, like, level. Miles, <laughs> Miles Jack is at the top. Okay. Miles Jack is at the top. He's, like, the king of the clowns and all that kind of stuff. Always has jokes, <laughs> different outfits, all that kind of stuff. Like, well, he's a, he's a great person. And he's never going to, no matter what's going on, he's never going to change his personality. And that's what I like about him. Because when I came in, he was, like, the, my mentor. The person I looked up to, also Marcel Darius, also. So like Marcel Darius, because we from the same city. Yeah. So just him and Marcel kind of took me up under their wing and stuff like that. But I would say the most goofy is and funniest is Miles Jack. <laughs> yeah, man, I've heard the same thing about Cell. It's sad to see him uh, not on the team anymore. We miss that guy, but um... yeah, he's the man. Um, Quincy, so you know. Uh, all of us, you know, get to look on from the outside, but nobody really gets to see the business side of the NFL that well. What, uh, what's your experience been like, you know, working with Young Money and Nicole Lynn and, and kind of managing the business side of your life? Um, the biggest thing, um, so NFL players have a lot and they play with actually football, learning playbooks, all that kind of stuff. And your agency takes off the load, that off the field load. So far as like houses, traveling, family, insurance, all that kind of stuff, money-wise, I have a wonderful financial aid. Marquay Ball, um, I just have a good, great team behind me. So I won't have to worry about anything off the field and I'll worry about everything on the field. Like I have no stress about it, anything like that. So, uh, you know, money was a wonderful agent, a uh, wonderful transition that I made. Um, I encourage everyone to at some point get an agency just so you can have another set of eyes looking on all your things because, I mean, yeah, you read the fine. I mean, yeah, you read the contract and stuff like that. But it's also like the language in the contract that you might not know about that your agent. Sure. So many contracts have a lot of people up on them, and yeah. Awesome, that's awesome. Yeah, um, you know, you, you, some other guys on the team: Dee Adam Gotsis, Will Rich. You guys are all at Young Money. Have you guys yeah. had a chance to like do any Young Money events and? Um, of course, uh, have you had a chance to to meet Wheezy? Yeah, I had a few chance to meet him actually last year with the – it might have been a bash or some big uh, festival. We met um, backstage pages, all that kind of stuff. But they take care of us. So, like, far as, like, whether we're traveling, cars, anything like that, your money take care of them for real. And uh, we got a couple of young guys. So, like, we got a couple of young guys in the league right now. I mean, not in the league, but going to the league. They're entering the league. They're down here going through the draft process. So, Nicole, then link me with them. Just let me know, like, 
hey, we got some young guys down there who sign with Young Money, you know, just let them know. So it's like a big family. So I took them up under my wing, actually took them out with me last night, just showed them the ropes. And, you know, it's just like an early, early, like, they ask any questions you have, all that kind of stuff. You're going to have fun, answer your questions, you know, just don't do too much talking because you're my <laughs> leisure time. <laughs> <laughs> well, Quincy, what uh, what was that night like when you got drafted? Like, you get the phone call. Like, what, what was it like talking to Dave Caldwell? What did he say? How'd that go? So, the draft was very special to me because I, my old, my younger brother is also was also in the draft. So, yeah. Just to go through the experience with me and my brother. So you have that person who, you know, you really like, I don't really have nobody who understand how I'm going through or what I'm going through and stuff. But I had someone because he was going through the same thing I was going through. We were both training together. We were both doing the combine, all that kind of – well, I didn't get anybody to a combine. But we were both going through the same process, basically. Yeah. So, of course, night one I went to support my brother and it was all about my brother. I didn't want to hear anything about when I was getting drafted, where I was getting drafted. I was letting my agent know, like, hey, this point is day. We know for a fact he's going first round. So, like, this day is dedicated to my brother. Like, I'm here to support my brother. Like, I don't want to take any interviews, anything like that. Like, all my interviews I took, I was like, I'm here for my brother. I'm here to support my brother. Dot of this, dot of that. Because, like, we're very close together. So, third pick. Uh, his name's called, you know, I'm very happy about it. I got to say, I actually got, I was honored to say a few words uh, after he got drafted for him or whatever, just because we're just on that level and we went through it together. So that was amazing. And then, um, and then the next day we, uh, so now after he got drafted, it's more like, uh, all right, Quincy, this is what's going on. These are all the uh, people who's calling. These are the, what you're projected as. And I came from a small school, so I was projected going uh, free agent. Everybody was thinking free agency. Some was thinking uh, late fourth, fifth round, something like that. Mm-hmm. But so the way it happened draft night is I got a call from the Falcons first. And it was like, hey, we're going to take you, daughter, this. And I was like, you know, this was overwhelming. Like, I finally got the call. And, of course, there's doubt in your back of your head because you're like, these numbers popping up. So I stopped watching it for a while. I took a little break. When I saw I had a draft party, all that kind of stuff. You know, I took a little break, prayed or whatever. Just like, if this is what – and just ask God, like, if this is what you want me to do, like, just give me a sign or something like that. So my grandma was the one who came out and told me, she was like, you just popped up on the TV. You just popped up on the TV. So I'm like, dang, what my phone, what my phone. So like, <laughs> I looked at my phone. I had a lot of missed calls and I was like, dang, I think I just missed the call. No more we were worried about the call. So I got the call back and then uh, there was like, the Falcons wanted to take you as the pick, but we got you. And then that was this. And then it was just a overwhelming, like, it was just like, like, wow, like, I'm really supposed to be in the league. So, after that, man, I think, like, the next day, it was more like, uh, all right, change your mindset now. And then my brother was the first person who called me. Like, right after it happened, my brother was the first person who called me. And he just congratulated me while he's at the Jets going through what he's going through. And he was like, he told the coach, he was like, hold on, I got to get out of the meeting because I got to watch my brother get drafted out of this. Because I was like, dang, man, like, we in here together. So, it was a wonderful, like, it, I, I just can't explain. It's like no other feeling because all your hard work, every everything you did in the past, like everything's leading up to that one night. Yeah. And not even to talk about the first game. So, like, it was just overwhelming. 
Yeah, uh, it's got to be a great feeling because, you know, some guys go into draft day, you know, over projected and then you, you might start to slide. But in your case, um, you know, you were a hot commodity like, you know, the Falcons had great things to say to you. Uh, they were really bummed that they missed out on you and that, that Jacksonville, you know, came up and got you. So uh, that had to have been a, a great experience as opposed to, you know, some other guys who draft day is a little bit disappointing. So that's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, scouts were all over you that day. So that's yeah, super, super special. You got to do it with your brother too. That's so, so unique. Yeah. Um, so because I didn't get a combine invite, I think I ended up going on like 20 some visits just so people can get like measurements and all that kind of stuff for my draft. I mean, for my combine number, not my combine, but my pro day numbers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you run a four or five, man, ears perk up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of that, that first game against the Chiefs, so, you know, the Jaguars draft you immediate replacement for Telvin Smith. You're going against one of the most prolific offenses in the NFL. I mean, that, that had been a crazy day for you, jumping from Murray State, you know, straight to starting at Will Linebacker. Take take us through that day. Man, so it's actually even crazier than most people think. So, like, y'all was on the outside looking in. Let me tell y'all how it went on the inside. All right. So, <laughs> I come in. I come in. There was like, yeah, you're going to be a special teams player. You know, just uh, watch Telvin and Miles, you know, just learn the ropes. Because I came in as a – I came in – I got drafted. I played safety in college. Mm-hmm. Outside <laughs> linebacker, basically. And I came in. There was like, you're going to play wheelbacker. And I was like, all right, bitch, so I need to learn the box. Like, I don't know anything about the box. That is my first time playing linebacker, first day out, boom. So the second day in camp, actually rookie minute camp, coach pulled me to the side. He was like, Telvin's out. You're the new starter. You me in the morning. And I was like, huh? And he was like, you, he was like, you got to be ready for game one. And I was just like, huh? Here we play. <laughs> and then – and then I haven't even looked at the schedule though. That's the crazy part. And I was like, and he was like, oh, you know, it's easy. You got it. And then Miles, like, he was like, every day, hey, come to the house. I'll teach you everything. So I'm like, all right, bet. I got this. You feel me? I got this. So I started taking one practice reps and stuff like that. So I'm going through the motion. The game is a lot faster. You see everything faster. Like the, the transition between a small school to you going against top five top like top players at all positions older guys no matter what age all that kind of stuff so it was kind of crazy so then um boom training camp it i hit a point in training camp where i uh had a tear in my meniscus so like this time i'm thinking like oh man it's over i done blew my chance um i did too much working out i was training my body and stuff but i overdid it and i tore my um i had a tear in my meniscus so now i'm thinking like i'm going to get cut like it's over with. Like, they brought me in. I had my starting position, and I just blew it. And I was, like, down on myself. And all of a sudden, they uh, the next day, I got the MRI. Boom, we already know what's going on. He was like, go have surgery. You're going to come back. So I'm like, dang, I lost my starting position. So after the surgery, after the surgery, two weeks after the surgery, we started game film. He was like, you still started for day one. And I was like, huh? Like, I can't even <laughs> practice. I can't even practice. Like, I – I can't practice. So we was doing so much film work, all that kind of stuff, different nights, hours, film work, film work, film work. So mentally, he was like, physically, you good. Like physically, you're fast, run to the ball, sprint to the ball, da, da, da. So he was like, you just need to know what to do. So I'm like, bet. So it come down to, I still haven't practiced. Two days before the game, wow. I, practiced, I practiced Thursday, 
I practiced Friday. Saturday we had a walkthrough. Thursday and Friday was my only practice practices or running physically since I injured myself. Wow, that's so crazy. Days to physically prepare for this game. So boom, I'm nervous. I don't know what Patrick Mahomes out of this and like Tyreek here. All right, bet. boom. <laughs> so go through play one. Call my name. I run out. I look at everybody. And I'm like, wow, this is actually going on. So I still haven't realized that I'm in the NFL yet. Still haven't realized I'm in the NFL. So boom, first play. Defense out first. Boom. Me, like, I'm going out. <laughs> so step out on the field, and it's a whole different vibe from the field. In the field, you just feel like you can hear the noise. Like, you can feel the noise on your helmet. It's, like, shaking. So you like, all right, here we go. First play, inside zone. I smack him in the backfield. Tackle for loss. My first NFL tackle is a tackle for loss. And I'm like, all right, Q, you can do this. Boom. <laughs> Second play. Uh, we go into a cover three. I got the hook, and Patrick Mahone calls me out. He was like, Mike 56, Mike 56, because I'm in the middle of the defense. So I'm like, all right, that's my, that's like, that's my number. He's calling me for <laughs> So boom. I look to my right, and Tyreek Hills is in the slot. Thinking if Tyreek Hill run the seam route, I'm going to be – I got to check him. So this is the moment where I enter. I'm in the league now. Coach say, back up. You got Tyreek. You got Tyreek. And I was like, I'm in the league now. <laughs> <laughs> so just so happened, he come across the middle. He catch across the middle and he injured his collarbone on the you know, on the sideline. And I'm like, all right, that's one out. I'm good. Like, <laughs> let's get it. So wow. man, it was an amazing moment. That's wild, man. Yeah. Uh, talk about getting thrown to the wolves day one. Yeah, for real. Day one. He can't, It was so nonchalant. He was like, hey, you starting game one. And I was like, huh? <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of day ones, you know, across the NFL, it's popular day one of training camp to, to roll up in the best whip you got. I know you're a car guy. I know Nicole. Yeah. Lynn, I know Nicole Lynn gives you all a hard time about buying supercars. Um yeah, tell me, uh, yeah, day one training camp, man. What are you rolling up in? Uh, man, I actually haven't thought about it for real because um, I actually made you got options. My, <laughs> I, I made a deal with my financial advisor that I wouldn't buy it in my car, but um, <laughs> I know what I'm going to buy. Second country, second country, I'm going to buy McLaren. My, my dream car, all right, so I got my financially stable dream car, and it's a Z06 Corvette. That's my favorite one, the yellow one. I have to bring it back. I call them uh, Steam. So, boom. But my dream car is a 1969 Camaro. All right, uh, all right, man. Love that. You got like or the, look at you. I like that one, or I like the uh, the Nova. All right, yeah. So more like a classic. So I don't know though. I might. I like my Jeep right now. The Rub. I got a Rubicon. I got it lifted, suited, and booted. Um, twenty six inch rims, thirty seven inch tires. So I don't know though. But I think I might pull out something new though. I haven't really decided yet on that, honestly. Yeah, well, I, there's going to be a lot of hype uh, about training camp this year. I feel like, you know, with, with COVID slowing down a little bit, um, might have a, a bigger training camp. So, yeah, uh, think carefully on that one. You got a few months to, to show yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Quincy, so uh, let's say you're the GM for, for, uh, for the day. You know, are there any college players or free agents right now that you'd just love to see on the Jags? Oh. Um. To be honest, I haven't really even locked into that part right there. Of course, you know, is um, my guy, all that kind of stuff. And there's a lot of talk about taking Trevor Lawrence or um, one of them. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't play offense at all. 
So whatever happens on that side of the what happened on that side of all, I'll be under the. I just know that the coaches that we have right now are going to pick the best picks, and uh, I'm gonna trust in those picks honestly. So that's why I'm at the point as when you ask me who's who, who my pick be, you know what? Well, I trust my coaches. So, but yeah. whatever teammates in that, whatever teammates in that locker room, make sure they had the best time, they're comfortable because I know how I was when I first got in. So, yeah. For sure. For sure. Well, uh, if you could do us a solid and uh, have Quinn in put in a word with Leonard Williams for us, uh, that would be I mean, I, I hate to take that away from Quinnen, but, you know, it'd make yeah. your job a little easier, too. <laughs> well, hey, man, we're so excited for you. We've been excited for, for you since the Jags drafted you. Man, you're a superb talent. Um, really looking forward to the season, man. We, we both think that you're going to thrive this year. And, um, you know, really appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule to join us, man. It was super fun. Yeah, Quincy, no thanks so thanks, thanks so much, man. And uh, you know, we, we had a blast with you. Uh, is there is there anybody that you think we should we should interview next? Oh, DJ Shark is entertaining. Leviskis too. Okay, <laughs> that'd be fun. That'd yeah, be fun. Those guys have been wilding on uh, doing their TikToks and stuff with Terry Godwin. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You got to get in on that. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we actually playing Call of Duty tonight. We do. We had like a little Call of Duty tournament and stuff. Uh-huh. So, yeah, we're probably going to play in a little bit. They got double XP this weekend, so. Gotta All right. <laughs> got to get in there. <laughs> cool, man. Awesome. Well, best of luck. Uh, yeah, man, we'll uh, we'll talk to you. But uh, have a great rest of your offseason. Enjoy. Get, the, get your body right. And uh, look forward to seeing you ball out. All right. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it was great sure, talking, man. Quincy. Talk to you soon, man.